This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash wrestlingmayhemshow. Hey guys, it's the Indie Mayhem Show. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in the Beachview neighborhood. And that is important. I usually don't say that because I know you wrestling fans are all over the place that listen to this podcast. But it is important because there's something very special happening directly across the street from where we're sitting right now here uh, this weekend as of this recording. Uh, but before we get to that, please check out everything going on at WrestlingMayhemShow.com where you can find uh, other other interviews that we're doing as part of the Indie Mayhem Show as well as the Wrestling Mayhem Show uh, and uh, on the other podcasts we're doing and other features that go along with that. And please follow uh, IndieWrestling.us, especially the Facebook page where we do live streams of these interviews. And please subscribe to the Indie Mayhem Show on your favorite podcast so you do not miss an episode. Recently, we had an extra episode because there's a lot of very timely interviews happening this month for some reason, including today. And uh, you never know when we're going to pop up something extra. So make sure you get that in your podcatcher and don't miss it. Please rate and review it so more people can get uh, on board with the Mayhem Nation with us. And uh, drop us a line, goodtimes at wrestlingmayhemshow.com or 412-206-WMS0 if you know about any interviews that we've already announced and have some questions or if you have anybody you'd like us to talk to on the show. Hey, we can't see all the wrestling out there. Let me let us know who's hot and interesting and uh, we'll get them on the show here and, uh, and, and find out why they are and uh, get them in front of more people. Uh, we have somebody, I love, uh, we have somebody uh, in the studio right now he has been through Mexico. He has just come back from the UK, and uh, and he's going to be wrestling right across the street here in Beachview for Lucha Fiesta Pittsburgh. Sam Adonis is with us. How you I, doing, sir? I am great. Thank you for having me this evening. Um, I'm happy to be here. I'm always on the go, but I'm actually so happy to be back, be back here in Pittsburgh. So uh, it's nice to be able to enjoy my friends and family for the time I have. Before I ship off to the next tour, which will be All Japan Pro Wrestling in the first week of November. It's going everywhere. Everywhere. So, of course, you're a Pittsburgh original here. Those don't know, brother of Corey Graves, somebody you see on Monday nights, the former uh, from here. I know him as Sterling James Keenan, of course. <laughs> I know him as many, many you're, other names, but I don't really ever call him Corey. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's got to be the weird thing, right? It is weird because the last time <laughs> I did anything with WWE, I was probably about three years ago, and... It was, oh, you're Corey's brother. You're Corey's brother. Where's Corey at? And I'm like, you know, it, it really is a lot to take in when you're yeah. in the environment, you know, realizing people are referring to your brother as something you've never known him as. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is, but it's the wrestling industry. And, you know, we've been lucky enough to be around it our whole lives. So, uh, you know, you just kind of roll with the punches and adapt to whatever circumstances you're dealt. So mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, my big brother is now Corey Graves. So. Why not? Great. Um, and and we, we, of course, have you on the show before, and we talked a lot about you coming up in wrestling, but just, just as the brief version of it, um, of course, both you and your brother both came up here. Uh, your dad was promoting in the, na- in, in the area, of course, so you were pretty ingrained with the professional wrestling scene growing up, it sounds like. I was always referred to as Little Sam, and mm-hmm. I think to this day, I'm still referred to as Little Sam by most of the people that I'm probably about five inches taller than. <laughs> uh, since then, you know, uh, the... Uh, the maturing has been good to me and now mm-hmm. i'm six four and 250 pounds but um you know i grew up with the pittsburgh wrestling guys and you know honestly i can give so many of them so much credit for who i am today 
because being a 12 or 13 year old kid, being on the road with these guys, you know, it, it almost opens your eyes to, to culture and, and uh, you know, the real world, if you will. Um, I remember in high school, most of my friends would go meet up at the football game or something. And I, I can't, I'll be in ring of honor Friday night with my brother, you know? I, <laughs> so, you know, it, it, the Pittsburgh crew kind of groomed me to who I became, mm-hmm. but even more so than that, you know, traveling with my brother, I've been, been exposed to so many of wrestling's biggest stars of today since a very young age. So, uh, you know, it, it's been very, very, uh, exciting for me to be able to to use my experience and uh kind of develop because of the people i've been around so that's awesome it's pretty cool that's awesome you've been i say you've been up and down the road and a lot of different things but you really caught fire of course in mexico as part of the cmll pro, uh, promotion which is i believe is it the longest uh lucha promotion in mexico this friday it is it's, it's actually the oldest wrestling company on earth the oldest mm. structured wrestler company, and this Friday will be their 85th anniversary. That's right. NWA is only only celebrating 70 this year. I I was devastated. I couldn't be there for this. Uh, the, the, I've been talking to them. I'm just so busy right now, and I'm. It's a good problem to have that there's mm-hmm. not enough for me to go around. But uh, you know, I still work with them. I still work tightly with the wrestlers. I'm still able to use the CMLO name where I am traveling. So uh, I will be back there sooner sooner than later. But uh, yeah, this Friday is 85 years, and uh, the, the arena itself is 65 years old in Arena Jeez. Mexico. So I um, mean, it's a lot of history, and uh, you know, it's it's really added to my depth as a performer and as a wrestler, and, and it makes me very proud to say that you know I, I've cemented my name with some of the biggest stars of Mexican, and, and not only Mexican, but pro wrestling history. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about that a little bit, like uh, the, the kind of difference in the experience. Cause I know we were talking a little bit about the differences between different cultures here recently. Um, and, and uh, like, so arena Mexico, it's kind of like their massive square garden, right? Like what is the kind of temperature of the crowd there? Like how, how into it is that Mexican crowd? The best analogy probably wouldn't be Madison square. I'd probably be Yankee stadium. Mm. It's a part of the city. Okay. It's such a, it's, it's a landmark and it's a tourist attraction. And, you know, Lucha Libre and CMLL specifically in Mexico City is probably one of the top three or four tourist attractions of the entire city behind maybe the pyramids and a couple of the markets and such. But um, it's such a big part of the culture. And, and it's not necessarily just a show like it is, you know, in, in the United States. Wrestling here has been developed off the television more than anything, mm-hmm. whereas in Mexico, the sport is what's developed. And, and the cultural aspect of, of being you know, something to do in town on that night, that's what's made it so special. So the, the people that are coming to that, they really embrace the Mexican heritage and the culture behind it. And, and they really, you know, we always use the term suspend disbelief. In, in Mexico, they kind of suspend the rules of real life. They want to go out there and scream. You know, the kids are allowed to swear. You know, it's 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 the luchas. It's mm-hmm. it's that escape from Monday through Friday. You know, when you're there Friday night in front of ten thousand people, you know the rules are off. Normal life does not exist. This is your time to escape, and and it's really special because the environment there is just untouchable. I don't know how many of you uh, of your listeners uh, remember ECW. ECW had such a, a passionate crowd that created an energy mm-hmm. that was very, very difficult to replicate. E, uh, Arena Mexico is, you know, along the same lines, but it's more of a good guy versus bad guy instead of a, you know, a, a violent dark side, you know, energy. Mm-hmm. This is just a very cheerful, you know, happy, exciting energy. 
And uh, I was lucky enough to have my parents and my family come to Mexico last year to see me perform. And my dad, you know, he's seen Luthez in person. He's seen every wrestler you can ever imagine. And he, he will tell everybody he meets the best live event he's ever seen was Arena Mexico. So, uh, I mean, I, there, there's something to be said about that. And that's, you know, that's why they're able to have, celebrate their 85th anniversary this coming Sunday. It, it seems more characters. It's more colorful. Um, and and, and you, know, you talk about some of, some of that suspending disbelief. Like, I know... A lot of us here have been really enthralled with, like, we're getting exposed to the Lucha, I, I think, heritage and some of the style through, like, Lucha Underground. And, of course, that's, that's definitely probably a far more theatrical kind of uh, version of that. Uh, but but there's, there's definitely a lot of kind of uh, uh, trappings they're getting from that, right? Well, it, it seems to me that uh, Lucha Underground is basically uh, authentic Mexican wrestling adapted for an American audience. And mm-hmm. that's what they're going for, and that's mm-hmm. what works for them. Uh, in Mexico City... Um, Believe it or not, Lucha Libre is still respected as the number two sport in the country behind soccer. So uh, even though, you know, there is the theatrics, there's the performance involved, you know, that's why they still continue to keep such a high level of performance is because, you know, the people respect the athleticism that's involved in it. And, you know, even before I was able to perform on the shows in Arena Mexico, I had to keep up with these guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because I'm, I'm a villain. I'm a heel. So I don't ever do what I'm capable of doing. But there, you know, it's, it's like trying out for the Manchester United football team. You know, you have to be able to hang with their guys in order to get playing time. And, you know, the drills we would go through were absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And it, it almost be like, you know, uh, let's play uh, – uh, baseball for kids here in, in Pittsburgh. You know, when you're 10 or 12 years old, you can sign up for Lucha classes and your parents may know you're never going to be a luchador, but it's something to do to keep your kid active, keep them in shape. But because of that, everybody has a little piece of the Lucha in their blood. You know, somebody has a neighbor that's a luchador and there's so many levels of it that people really respect the athleticism behind it and the, the, the art behind it. So, you know, every Friday night's matches are, the first thing printed on Saturday morning's newspaper. You know, when I beat Blue Panther for my for his hair in uh, 2016, the next day I was a bona fide sports hero. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a sports villain, I should say, you know, but that made me to the point where I was walking down the street. I, you know, people knew I was a wrestler, but when I walked into the markets, it was, you're the guy that beat Blue Panther. Oh my gosh, can we have a picture? Can we have an autograph? So uh, it really is such a, a significant part of Mexican culture. And to me, that's what makes it so special. You know, that's what makes it almost a, you know, a, a different thing completely than American wrestling. Mm-hmm. Because people here are so quick to, to throw American wrestling away as, as theatrics. You know, because it seems like just now in 2018, we are getting the due that it deserves on a sports level. Now that the performance center is in, you know, in place and they're hiring more professional athletes, um, I, I feel like we're kind of, going in the direction of Mexican wrestling where the people now, you know, they, they, they willing to say, yeah, that's a show, but man, those guys can go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and you mentioned you're a, you're a bad guy down there. You, you, you really play that up the American side of things, don't you? Oh, I've had a blast <laughs> with it. Um, I've been, I've been really lucky because, uh, you know, there's always naysayers and everything. Uh, I think the beauty of, of what we do in professional wrestling is being able to control the audience without them realizing we're controlling them. And, you know, I've had plenty of people look at what I've done in Mexico as something that it's not. You know, they want to say it's, it's racially controversial. They say that it's cheap heat and whatnot. You know, at, at the end of the day, a, a good villain is, is as selfless as anybody. We do our jobs to make you angry 
because we know when when we lose, you're gonna go home happy. We we don't sell the merchandise that the baby faces sell. We don't get the recognition that that the the good guys get. You know, we we basically give it back to the fans, and a lot of people appreciate that. And and I love that when somebody can you know say, man, I see what you're doing. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to watch you. I love taking my grandma. She goes crazy for you. You know, it, it's great now that you're part of the show. But sometimes you do get people that, you know, take it a bit too seriously. And a lot of times it's alcohol involved and, you know, people that, that you know, see the wrong side of the performance. You know, instead of seeing the, the, the good side, the comeback on it, you know, they're caught up in the moment and would rather create Twitter drama than, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy a show for what it is. Absolutely. And, and we've seen you back here. You've kind of had a, a homecoming in the last couple of years, especially recently, um, doing kind of more stateside dates. Um, what has that been like to kind of return after all the success you've been having in Mexico? It's awesome because here in Pittsburgh, I, I can't I can't I can't say I can't. I haven't been able to be a villain mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of times there's so many friends and family at all these events. So I really do, you know, whether I try to turn it on or not, you know, it's really hard to control that audience in the direction you want them to. So, you know, a lot of the people that, you know, come to support me do want to cheer me. But then even the people that don't necessarily know me tend to respect what I've done in wrestling, that Mm -hmm. there's kind of a it's really been difficult to to uh, establish myself as a villain. However, this coming Sunday is something (laughs) special, something uh, I've been looking forward to. You've been looking forward to. uh, uh, a lot of people have been looking forward to here in Pittsburgh. It'll be the first time that I will be doing the Mexican stick here in Pittsburgh. I will be the full-blown El Rudo de las Chicas, uh, the the Mexican supervillain Sam Adonis at the Lucha Libre Fiesta here in Beachview. And this is this is something special because I've seen you at IWC, and like I say, it's been a homecoming. It's the family. You, you've been you've been super hometown boy face. And but but it's, it's this is what I've been hearing about is uh, is 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 this this side of you. So what what can people expect there on Sunday? Absolute chaos, and I'm so <laughs> excited for it because I don't think um, I don't think Pittsburgh can really anticipate enough how different this is going to be from your average uh, wrestling event, and not only an independent wrestling event. You know, this is such a world class show with the talent involved, not only on the main event level, but, you know, the entire card is stacked with some of the best independent talent all over the place. Um, there, there's just, it's going to create an energy and environment that Pittsburgh has never seen. And uh, I'm actually super excited because, you know, as far as I knew, I didn't realize that the Mexican population was growing the way it was here in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So it'll be the first opportunity that the the American wrestling fans that know, you know, Sam Adonis and Ultimo Dragon and Caristico, that, you know, that are able to come check out this unique Mexican style event will mesh together with the authentic Mexican fans that grew up watching these guys. And that energy on Sunday is going to be unbelievable. It's going to be packed. You know, it's, it's really close to being sold out now. So I, I'm convinced it's going to be something that everybody there is really going to, you know, eat up. And, and uh, you know, hopefully maybe next year there'll be Lucha Fiesta, too, if all goes well. That's amazing. And I, and I know that that energy, um, I've been to L.A. a few times and I've been through Boyle Heights and seen the posters. And there, there's like there's Lucha shows all throughout there, too. So I've been wanting to get to one of these. And I love that one's kind of coming here. And, and it's not just, you know, and, and this isn't like I, I feel like especially on the indies, you'll hear a Lucha show and you see a bunch of. Uh, guys from the city in masks, right? But this is for real. Like you're there, obviously a bona fide CMLL superstar down there. Um, Ultimo Dragon is a part of this as well. Um, who else are we going to see that maybe people don't know about? 
Caristico will be there. And for those that do not know Caristico, he is the original Mystico, and he's also the original Sin Cara. So this guy is the bee's knees. This so, guy, you know, in, in Mexico City, he'd be the equivalent of, let's say, a Bruno San Martino or a Hulk Hogan. Um, from 2004 until 2008, they were selling out about 12 shows a week. Every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they were doing 16,000 people in Arena Mexico. I mean, the name Mystico is just as big as it gets in Mexican pro wrestling. And the fact that he's coming here on a, on a cultural level is almost much bigger than it is a wrestling level. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm super excited about having, you know, the, the Mexican fans being such a part of this because they know the significance and that energy, you know, mixed with the, the, the classic wrestling fans, it's going to create an atmosphere that's just unbelievable. And I mean, Ultimo Dragon, he's going to be there as well, you know, yes. and, and that's just, I'm super excited about this. I'm so proud to be from Pittsburgh and, and be around the people that, that have supported me through all this. I'm so glad that Las Palmas wanted to be a part of this. You know, the, 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 for, for those who don't know, they're the, the sponsor of the event, the, the people putting it on. Uh, they're, they do the best tacos anywhere in the South Hills. Uh, everybody's <laughs> been telling me about it. I didn't even realize how good they were until a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we, we, we have a lot of them. Well, we, we, have a, we have a pizza sponsor that is going to be mentioned at the beginning of the show. And uh, a lot of times we, we have free pizza, but people still have to also get a taco when they visit us for a show. They are that good, and, and I can I can vouch for it. We're, we're calling it the Beachview Experience in the neighborhood here. <laughs> it's 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 going to be big. It's going to be something uh, uh, different. You know, again, it's I love wrestling in all forms, no matter where it's at. You know, I mm-hmm. think that's half the fun. Is I think sometimes two hundred people in a small VFW can create a better better energy than ten thousand. in, in a, You know, in a big arena. So you know that that aspect of this is going to make it fun it's going to be cultural you know the the the, the big tagline they've been using has been uh, beer tacos and live wrestling action and you know <laughs> any self-respecting male from the age of you know 12 to 50 is probably more excited for that than christmas this year so uh, i know i am so no matter where you're from <laughs> exactly exactly you know it's, no. it's going to be a party it's going to be fun um again the 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 local guys and the independent guys are just so awesome that are going to be on here. Um, a couple of Pittsburgh's best guys in my eyes. Uh, Facade's going to be on the event. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't been around Pittsburgh in quite some time. But also I'm, very world-traveled as late, too. Another one that I'm so happy for. You know, mm-hmm. I was able to wrestle on a show with him in Mexico City. You know, I was nice. so proud of him to nice. get down there. Um, uh, Jason Kincaid from Evolve and Ring of Honor will be there. Um, there's a tag team that I actually love. I don't know if you've seen much of them. They're from MLW. They're called the Dirty Blondes. They're the closest thing to 1988 NWA tag team as <laughs> you'll get anywhere in the United States. Both of these guys are about six foot five, just big, thick, grizzly looking guys. And, you know, they're going to tear the house down. Um, Gory will be on the event, who's another local legend, if you will. You know, also been to Mexico. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I never saw him down there, but he's been there. I think he's been going longer than I have. So, Jeez. uh, so, I mean, the, 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 the guys on the show are going to elevate it to the next level. And, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm, you know, I'm proud to be a part of it with these guys because, you know, it, it, sometimes you need the big names to, to bring them in the door. Absolutely. But, you know, when you can have, you know, basically, in my opinion, a good cause because, mm-hmm. you know, these guys, they deserve to be seen on a broader audience. You know, this, the, the Ultimo Dragons and Sin Caras might not you know, the, the, the people that are coming to see them might not go to every independent show here in, the, in Pittsburgh. 
So the fact that they're going to bring them to the door, it just makes these guys hungrier and want to step up and show, hey, you came to see them, but you're coming back to see mm-hmm. me. Hey, so, hey. so everybody's super excited about it. I'm excited to watch the show, you know. Um, it's just going to be a, a great day. And now that we know it's going to be sunny on Sunday, you know, that's going to make it even more fun. Yeah. So. Nature sounds like it's, it's, it's definitely, and this is going to be in a tent. You're not going to be out in the sun in a parking lot here. It's, it's going to be, uh, tented and everything. And I say, we'll be right across the street here. And, um, I think we're going to do an after party because I know hell in the cells that night, but afterwards, if anybody wants to come and see uh, the rest of the show with us over here at the studio, uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, the 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 term has been meet and greet. Mm-hmm. That starts at one o'clock, which basically just means the doors open at one o'clock. Yeah, that's when the tacos and the beers start flowing. That's so. So again, if 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 I wasn't wrestling, I'd probably be there at twelve forty five waiting in line. <laughs> but uh, there'll be wrestlers coming and going, and, and again, it's, it's called Lucha Fiesta. It is supposed to be a party. It's hopefully the last great summer party. You know, it's three days before the or four days before the the end of the summer so you know maybe get one last sunshiny day in with a good day out with everybody but it's a chance to come early hang out with the wrestlers and and when i say meet and greet you know it's almost sad sometimes now that these meet and greets and conventions are so big that a lot of the people never get to sit down and actually meet the wrestlers they don't ever get to speak with them you know so this will be a chance whether it's the local guys or some of the big stars you know you, you can sit down because there's not a rush to hurry up and get you through the line mm-hmm. you know the the events only limited to about 350 people all in so you know the tickets they're, they're at a premium but they're going fast and the mm-hmm. people you know need to need to get them while they can because you know that Ultimo Dragon is 52 years old and you know he's not he, he doesn't have too many years left at it but that being said He's still as good as he was when he was 40. I don't know. know. Jushin Liger, he, it feels like he's been around for like 40 at this point. It's, so. well, it's timeless. <laughs> and and it's, it's, it's a Mexican thing because yeah, you know, uh, yeah. the, these guys, they learn the tradition of the mask and they almost solidify themselves into folklore. Mm-hmm. And, and realistically, it is. You know, it's something that's bigger than them. The people recognize the mask. And, uh, you know, these guys, they stick around and they develop and, and kind of evolve with the times. But, you know, you, you never they, – they never shortchange a person, you know. Uh, Ultimo Dragon is, is, you know, that age, but he still does the acai moonsault. He's still flipping around the ring, you know, better than most guys half his age. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I've been so lucky to fight him. I've unmasked him multiple times. And uh, it, it's something for me that's just it, – it's been so, you know, exciting to be a part of. And uh, just to have him here in Pittsburgh, you know, I'm, I'm proud to be a part of this event. Tell me about that, because usually um, the unmasking, you know, us, you know, knowing the little bit we do about Mexican wrestling up here, that's usually a one-time event. Is this a, is this an involuntarily oh, unmasking? I, I, I or? steal the mask. You steal that's, the mask. That's what okay. I do in Mexico, and that's and it became a thing. I was uh, El Destructor de Leyendas, which means I'm the Destructor of Legends, mm-hmm. and that was my gimmick. Um, I would beat up the, the the legends and steal their masks. So you kind of you're kind of the Mexico version of like the legend killer Randy Orton. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I was doing that for a while, and I ended up taking his mask off. And um, I actually did it with uh, Viano Three, who just passed away a few weeks ago, which is mm. just insane. I didn't rip his mask, but just being able to work with a legend like that, you know, to, to those who know know exactly how big that is. Yeah. And to those who don't know, I encourage you to find out. But uh, being there and, and doing that with Ultimo Dragon, it just became part of the reputation. And I've gone to find out that uh, I did the same thing last year when I wrestled in Tokyo for the first time. I ripped his mask off, and I was the only wrestler to ever unmask him in Japan. So that's kind of cool. Uh, it's funny because I've done it so many times, and again, it's taking things for granted. And, and sometimes you do need to step back and to take things into perspective. 
but I've done it so many times that it was just what I did. Every time I wrestled him, took his mask and, you know, in Mexico, you have to kind of believe your hype or you'll get swallowed up mm -hmm. because these are the best athletes on the planet, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you can meet the top baby faces that doesn't even sign an autograph. These people are, you know, they're pro athletes and they know they are. So you kind of have to, you know, walk a line with these people. So, you know, I fell into a trap of, you know, believing the hype and living the gimmick, if you will. And it wasn't until my dad got to Mexico City. Uh, it was Dragon Mania 2017 where I had unmasked him and the match was over and we were going out to get some food. I said, Dad, so what do you think of that, Dad? He goes, you, you unmasked Ultimo Dragon in Arena, Mexico. <laughs> like, what, what am I supposed to think of that? I'm like, well, what do you mean? He goes, do you not realize how ridiculous that is? And I'm like, yeah, that's ridiculous. So, like, from then on, I just, I still, I mean, I could probably retire tomorrow and just say I've had so much fun doing things like that. <laughs> this so. kid from Pittsburgh is in Arena, Mexico. I'm asking the Ultimo Dragon. Oh, it's crazy because it's if you ask any of the, the, the Pittsburgh guys that you do know, and, yeah. you know it, they'll be able to tell you. And it's, it's, I'm so big into positivity and positive thought and, you know, thinking it and believing it and you get it because I basically called my shot when I was a kid. You know, I was 12 or 13 telling, you know, Shirley Doe and Super Hentai and Jimmy Vegas and, you know, CM Punk, Cole Cabana, these guys, oh, I'm going to wrestle in Arena Mexico. I'm going to do this and that. And that's not exactly like saying, you know, hey, I'm going to get a WWE contract. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more refined and specific, you know. That's that's like saying, hey, I'm going to sell out the Toledo Coliseum on Tuesday, June 19th, 2026. <laughs> you know, it's quite specific that, uh, that I, I'm pretty – I've learned a lot about life and, and, and you know, kind of – controlling your your positive energy and getting what you want out of it because it was so specific so that's awesome that's great uh, there was a question in the chat room from uh bud out there he says uh he asks, uh what was the best advice that you've been given uh, on the road oh my gosh um there's so much and it's been so nice uh the one thing recently that uh and i don't know if he's a wrestler or not um just it's all about being politically correct and, and keeping things you know just not getting yourself into trouble uh, I've, I, I do my best to stay out of trouble, but everybody makes mistakes, you know? So, um, one that I like is always keep your both hands visible in a photo. Um, I think in, in the climate we're in today, everybody's looking for a reason to be upset about something. So if you're ever getting a photo with a fan, mm -hmm. make sure both hands are visible in the photo. Um, that's always pretty good. Um, always find a corner of a dressing room that's close to the door so you can get out, but you're not, you don't have anyone behind you. Uh, these are probably more Mexican stories than anything. Um, always get your money up front. Again, there's just <laughs> there's so much other things going on in, in Mexico that, uh, and it's it's a cultural thing. But mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think I'd have to have a full blown shoot interview or two or three hours to you know go into some of the good advice I received. We might have to do that at some point. One of these days, let's do it. I, I don't I don't know if enough care enough if enough people care about me right now to hear two hours of me babbling. Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Awesome. So again, it's lucha luchapittsburgh.com if you guys want to check it out. Uh this is going to be filmed uh indywrestling.us is going to be there with cameras and uh it's going to be um we'll have details soon. Well, I'll be the first one to to uh to to light the light the fire on this one. As of right now, and again, it, it's it's up in the air. It's about a 95% chance it will be streamed on fight.tv mm -hmm. next uh sometime next week following yeah. the event on a live pay-per-view stream. Or not a live uh, a post, stream, but a, but a, a post recorded one. Post recorded yes. 
iPay pay per view uh, available worldwide. So mm. this should be kind of cool. And again, it's cool for the wrestlers because and a lot of the local guys really get to you know step it up and show mm-hmm. what they can do on an international platform. I mean, we're we're talking about we're talking about a lineup here that has people that have been on Ring of Honor television, have been on the new Black Craft that just just launched. You're going to be a part of Black Craft here uh, out west here pretty soon. Um, and I think about every promotion is represented. Uh, that's going to be here uh, in America and in, in Mexico, of course. And, so uh, it's it, really awesome. It's really cool too because again, it's given back to you know a lot of the Pittsburgh guys. I work tightly with IWC; they've been mm-hmm. really good to me. You know, when I am, uh, I'm lucky because I'm so busy that I can't really wrestle in Pittsburgh that much. Yeah, and then again, another good problem to have. You know, because when I do come to town, I like to think it means something. So IWC has been great with it. A lot of their guys will be there. Uh, the, you know, the, they'll they'll be supporting it however they can i'm happy to have them there you know uh, i will be returning for them you know eventually doing shows with them down the line when i can but uh again as far as i'm concerned this is the last match i'm having in pittsburgh for the foreseeable future mm-hmm. um i go to all japan pro wrestling in november and i don't know when i will be back um it, back wrestling in pittsburgh i have dates worldwide mm-hmm. um i have germany in december i have Salt Lake City, Albuquerque, Phoenix, San Francisco. So for a guy that doesn't do much, I stay quite occupied. <laughs> I don't know how that works out. That's great. How's it been working in this neighborhood? I, I know I, I don't think you were very aware of Beachview as a neighborhood going into this. I had no idea that Beachview has grown into quite the, the little Mexico of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But it's awesome because I love speaking Spanish. That's like my favorite thing that happened about uh, living in Mexico is I was able to learn the language, a lot of the culture, and I meet the people here. And, and it's it's so exciting because you can see their face light up when mm-hmm. somebody, you know, really wants to connect with them. Because, you know, again, and I know firsthand living in another country, it's intimidating. You know, sometimes you can be in public or, you know, whether you're at a, an airport or you're in the mall and you're one in, in a million. You know, there's nobody around you can understand you understand who you are and what you come from. So, you know, being an American here in the, in Pittsburgh that's able to speak Spanish to some of these Mexicans, you know, I think they appreciate it. I like it. I like being able to, you know, kind of invite them to be part of the city because, mm-hmm. I mean, we you know, we have enough city to go around and we have the best city mm-hmm. in the world. So hopefully they can enjoy it and maybe they'll start putting French fries on the tacos. You know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. You never know. Thank you so much. Uh, where can people find you online to find out what's going on with you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Real Sam Adonis. Um, yeah, you can find me all there. A you, lot of the you old, just visited your old high school. I saw. On I there did. Today. I, I spoke sp- to the Spanish class at Gateway mm-hmm. Senior High School today, which was awesome. Um, yeah, people can find me there. Uh, I will be here this coming Sunday, September sixteenth, at Beachview, sixteen sixteen Broadway. I think that's what it is over there. But uh, the Lucha Fiesta. This will be a good day out. Please come hang out. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a good show for everybody. And uh, just support your local independent wrestling Absolutely. companies, wherever it may be, because these are the stars of tomorrow. You know? And uh, I think I will also plug for them over there because they are actually going to have uh, some festivities on Saturday as well. So if you want the full uh, Beachview, Las Palmas crazy experience, I need to share the uh, – they just put out a commercial about everything. And it's a very Mexican commercial. Awesome. Somebody what? shared to me get, get <laughs> about it all there. the music and everything that's going to happen across the street. They really do take over the main street here. You can't miss it if you're driving through Beachview here. It's going to be big. Um, and the show, like I said, is close to being sold out. Mm-hmm. There's not many reserved tickets left. Uh, there's, there's some uh, general admission left. And that's just on you know our, our Pittsburgh wrestling fan base side of things. Yeah, um, it's going to be packed. It will be sold out. You know, with the Mexican audience and everything. So anybody that's interested in that, it's luchapittsburgh.com. 
Um, and then just, you know, check out your social medias. It's all out there. You know, luckily that the people, are, the, the wrestlers are so happy to be a part of this right now that, you know, it's kind of taken on a life of its own. So awesome. Always great to catch up with you, Sam. Uh, thanks for coming in the studio. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. All right. Go check that out. Please join us or check it out afterwards. We'll have all the details on our social media uh, and at LuchaPittsburgh.com. And, of course, uh, check out everything else going on. Sam did a couple of matches here with uh, the International Wrestling Cartel. Those are available over at IndieWrestling.us. And check out everything else going on. And, please, until next time, please support Indie Wrestling and support some good Lucha. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.